In this episode, we'll talk about your feelings and why they might be gone. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist who is obsessed with the polyvagal theory. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. As always, please put yourself first. I don't know you and you do, so I need you to be checking with yourself about what you can handle. I think this episode's safe. I do the best I can to make sure it's uh, safe for everybody, but you know yourself, so please put yourself first. This is a blog that I wrote. I'm not going to read it directly. I'm going to kind of go off of it and see where we go. But yeah, I do have a blog version of it. It's called Why Your Feelings Are Gone, and I'll put a link in the description to the blog. But I thought it was worth going into here on the podcast and maybe in some more depth as well. This is on the blog, but it actually stemmed from a question that I saw on Quora, which sounds something like this. After losing them through complex trauma, is it possible to feel emotions again? And can therapy be helpful? So I absolutely think so. Yeah, of course. I do think that human beings can feel the full range of emotion. And I do think that therapy can be helpful. I'm a therapist. I see it all the time. I see it all the time with a wide range of presenting problems, a wide range of diagnoses, a wide range of polyvagal states and their intensities. I guess there's not a whole lot of range of states, but the intensities and the gradients of them, that's what I mean. But basically, whoever I'm working with, I yeah, I, I see people get more access to their emotions as we work. So I, the short answer is yes and yes. Yes, I do think it's possible to feel the full range of human emotion. And I, yes, I do think therapy can be helpful. Not all at once, maybe not always the same intensity, maybe not right away. I think it would vary widely from client to client, but yeah, overall, yes. So let's let's talk about the losing the ability to feel first, though. Uh, you know me, I'm obsessed with the polyvagal theory. And I think polyvagal theory can help to explain this phenomenon of why someone can lose their capacity to feel. And we know that polyvagal theory explains that mammals have a biological response to danger that is based on an evolutionary hierarchy. Actually, all I guess all uh, organisms do. Mammals are specific because we have the, the social engagement system. But we'll just talk about us here. You know that if we can't be safe, that we drop down our from the, the top of our polyvagal ladder down into the flight energy. If we can't run away, then we drop down to fight. And if we can't fight the... Uh, the danger away we drop down into our shutdown system into that immobilized collapse now why this is significant is because as we drop down the polyvagal ladder into the more out of the uh, safety ventral vagal pathways as we lose access to that and drop down the ladder into the sympathetic flight fight energy and even further down into the dorsal vagal shutdown system as we drop down into the older biological pathways we literally we're losing access to the things that are higher up the ladder okay so that that when it comes to losing the ability to feel that's really key is that we're losing things higher up the ladder such as feelings thoughts and even skills So real quick, a real quick breakdown of each state and some feelings that are associated with it. In the safety, the safe and social uh, top of the ladder state, 
you might feel happy, you might feel some joy, connection, safe, safety, peace, awe might be up there. Feelings associated with flight fight would be anxious, angry, irritable, nervous, and worry. And feelings associated with the shutdown state are numb, disconnected, sad, alone, isolated, those kind of things. Yes, there are many more feelings that we might feel, but that's just a real quick, simple breakdown of, of what it might look like and feel like. So like I said, when we're in the top of the ladder, we'll have calm and relaxation and connection and happiness. But when we drop down into the flight sympathetic pathways, we're going to lose access to the feelings of joy and calm and everything else I listed. We're going to lose, we, we lose them. They're gone. As long, if, you know, now, if you have enough of an anchor in your safety system, they'll still be there. But as we lose access to, again, as we lose access to the safety system down the ladder, then we, we flat out lose the feelings that are associated with it. So we, we actually lose our feelings that I listed. We also lose access to uh, some skills like social connection. We lose access to critical thinking. We lose access to play. We lose access to weighing pros and cons, working with a group in a social, productive way, learning, like all these things, we, we lose them, they're gone. If, if we're too far into our flight system, those things are pretty much gone. Because these skills and these abilities are only available, they're unlocked when we have access to our ventral vagal, safe, and social engagement system. If we can't escape the situation and we that means we can't be safe, so we drop down into flight. If we can't escape, we drop down further into our fight energy. Now, in the fight sympathetic state, we unlock feelings of anger, of aggression, of irritability. These feelings, these emotions, and the bodily energy were primed now to close space, to hunt. You ever been hangry, by the way? When you get too hungry, that fight sympathetic system kicks on, right? And you go hunt for food in your pantry. <laughs> now, these skills and this energy is there to help fight against a predator or to hunt or to scavenge even maybe. When it comes to a predator, it's there to create space so we can push, we can throw, we can use our face to signal that we are now dangerous to create space from that predator and once there's adequate space we can then run away so the fight sympathetic energy has it, it unlocks its own skills and abilities and if we have too much energy in that fight state then feelings of worry or anxiousness are probably gone the, these feelings would not be useful for surviving through aggression and yes, I'm talking in very, very stark one-dimensional terms, just so you kind of get the concept. Of course, it's more complicated than this, but that's the basic idea. Now, if we can't run, if we can't fight, then we drop all the way down into our shutdown system, the dorsal vagal shutdown system. And this leaves us with really like a much larger net of what we don't have access to anymore, a much wider range of feelings, 
and this leaves us with numbness and disconnection with emptiness. Being in a shutdown state is a very disconnected, very isolated way to be because it is a state of biological conservation. The body has shut down its processes or slowed them so far down that it looks like it's dead. That's the idea is to death feign in order to conserve resources because if an opportunity pops up to use, to climb the ladder and go into the fight energy, those resources are going to be ready to roll. And there's going to be a huge surge of energy along with that, allowing that person to access their fight energy or fight behaviors, create space, run away, get back to the herb, herd or the tribe, and then access the safety system again. But in the shutdown system, that organism has no use for joy or anxiety or anger even. Everything gets slowed down because we're mimicking death. And in the shutdown system, if the point is to mimic death, then being angry doesn't help. Feeling anxiety doesn't help. And feeling happiness does not help. You would no longer be accurately mimicking death if you still had access to those feelings and you still showed them and the predator would not. uh, they, They probably wouldn't let up until you were completely looking as if you were dead. So if your body still had tension, the predator would probably continue to hold you in your jaws until you went fully limp. So from a polyvagal perspective, there is a biological reason why somebody might quote unquote lose their feelings. But it depends on what feeling that we're talking about. All right. Because if you're talking about, well, where did my happiness go? You might just be in the flight energy and you're just one step away from it. But you could also be, where'd my happiness go? Might also be shut down and it might also be your fight sympathetic energy. So if you're asking, well, where did my happiness go? And I don't really feel anxiety anymore. I just feel pissed off all the time. You are probably in your fight state and you've lost access to those feelings. And if you say, I don't feel anything anymore, I'm numb all the time, depressed, sad, alone, then you're probably in your shutdown state and your access to all of the feelings are, is like very, very diminished. But again, this is the one dimensional way of looking at it. I just want you to have the basic idea. Your particular nervous system and your body are unique and beautiful and wonderful. And I I could never sum it up in a, the way I'm doing in this format. Okay. So this is the basic idea. So then what do we do about this? And the answer is to be in the present moment. And that's like constantly what I come back to. I feel like I just keep harping on this and I hope I'm not, you know, beating it to death here, but like, it's the present moment. It's accessing your safety, your social engagement system, your ventral vagal safe and social system. That's the answer. When it comes to you and feeling your own feelings again, especially the moments of the feelings of being in the present moment of safety, of happiness and calm, I highly recommend that you become curious about what your body needs to be in the present moment. I created a course it's called building safety anchors, and that's exactly what it's designed for. It's not for everybody. It's really for the person that's ready to exist more in the present moment. They can invest in their growth and they're ready for change. And that's really who it's for. For everybody else, if, if you're not 
quite in that uh, space, you can still exist more in the present moment. You just have to figure out for you, where are you out on the ladder and what does your body want? I mean, that, that might be what it looks like. But again, my course is called Building Safety Anchors. It's 30 days of just guided learning, guided doing small doses, not too much. It might be right for you. I don't know. You can uh, check the link in the description. You'll get some more information on it. Can therapy be helpful? Yeah, I think so. I really hope so. That's what I do for a living. So <laughs> I really hope I'm helping people out with this stuff. But, 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 but it's never, of course, that simple. I think that someone has to have the right therapist for them. I think they have to be in the right environment and have the right modality as well, potentially. But I think the most important piece of all that is having the right therapist for them. I believe, and actually I would say I know that therapy can work wonders. And I know it can help the client to access their pathways that are higher up their polyvagal ladders. Like I said, it's something I see in therapy all the time. So I, I feel confident in saying that. When, like, when, when someone climbs their ladder, it's super noticeable. Like everything shifts, their posture changes. You see them tense up or relax. You see their face change. Either, the, either it starts to move again and they start to make eye contact or it tenses up or it relaxes. Their thoughts change. What, what they say, what they're saying changes. Their feelings that they report, those change. So it's, it's super noticeable. And when, when the client looks inward and when they notice, they can feel the emotions and the bodily polyvagal thing, the states shifting under the emotions. They can do that. And as, as a therapist, I have to help them to, to mindfully look inward as appropriate. And they'll feel that. They'll see it. They'll, they'll notice it. They'll be with it. And as we feel these things, the point, the goal would be to be with those feelings. To kind of hold them and welcome them more and more. And this can be done by increasing the strength of their vagal break, the, their social engagement system, by just by practicing coming into the present moment, practicing accessing their ventral vagal safety state more and more. And as they do that, the vagal break increases, keeping the heartbeat at a calmer pace and they'll be able to look inward but be able to handle it so I, I really believe therapy provides a or can provide a safe container of co-regulation i have a lot of episodes about bad therapy so that's not always the case but ideally i do think that therapy can provide a safe container of co-regulation so through that safe environment through that safe therapist through that therapist's co-regulation the client can begin to feel their feelings. They can begin to climb their polyvagal ladders, which will unlock those feelings they've lost access to. So yeah, I do think therapy can be instrumental in that. As they climb their ladder, feelings will return. One rung of the polyvagal ladder at a time, but you'll feel those feelings come back. Therapy is not for everybody. I do think there's lots of opportunities out there, lots of options for climbing your own ladder. I don't think it has to look like therapy every single time for every single person, honestly. I think there's plenty of ways that someone can tap into their own biology and climb their own polyvagal ladders. Meditation, yoga, singing, creating art, writing, journaling. Maybe it's working with a coach. Point being, there's 
it's not therapy is not the be all end all. I think it's important. I think it'd be very helpful, but it's not the only game out there. But again, I highly recommend my course, Building Safety Anchors. I, I'm really proud of it. I think it might be of help. Uh, check out the link in the description if you want to learn more about it. Thank you so much for listening to this. I hope that you uh, got something out of this. I hope that you realized or were reminded of the fact that you're normal, that you are feeling what you're feeling or not feeling what you're feeling for a reason. It's not just because, I don't think. I mean, I don't know you. You know you, but typically what I see in myself, what I see in my clients and my family and my, with people in general is that their feelings aren't random. Their feelings are there for a reason or their feelings are not there for a reason. I don't think your feelings are gone completely. I think they might be, you might not be experiencing them because you don't have access to them. But I do believe that you can get access to them. How you do that, I don't know, for you in particular. I think it's, but but not knowing is a really good first step. And now you have the opportunity to uh, to figure out for you what that would look like. And, also know that it doesn't have to look like what everyone else's looks like because you're wonderful and unique and I don't, I don't know if there's a manual for you. You know what I mean? So thank you for listening. I appreciate you.